I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sports Radio, 1990Game, Sam and Greg with you on this Saturday morning. In the background, the sounds of the Talladega College marching band. And you may say, well, Talladega College ain't got a football team. I'll explain to you why we're listening to Talladega College um, in a little bit. We, we came with this segment. But before we get into things, and Greg, we're going to get the good morning like we always have. Top of I that. know. Um, do want to send um, our condolences to someone who's a part of our 9290 Game family. Um, Tony Brown, um, NBA official, passed away this week at the age of 55, a veteran after battling uh, pancreatic cancer. And, uh, um, man, the, the, the tributes – uh, from all over, from the commissioner, but from the players are, are heartfelt this week. Um, the tributes to him, but of course his wife, Tina, uh, is part of our family here at 9290 Game. And uh, a lot of fun, and uh, we, we would just want to send our condolences and best wishes to she and the Brown family at this time. And if Absolutely. you know Tina, she's that kind of person that keeps your spirits up. She's you know always witty and, and a lot of humor. And understand she's been able to maintain a lot of that in the face of what, what was happening with their family. Uh, but we just want to send our condolences and best wishes to the to the Brown family. Absolutely, absolutely. And I actually want to, um, before we move on here, want to bring Eric in here real quick, um, a member of your fraternity. Yeah, the, you know, he's a proud alum of what was then Clark College, which is now Clark Atlanta University. Mm-hmm. And um, he was a presence at a lot of, when he had the time, of a lot of AU Center functions, you know, and um, – a lot of uh, people, like I said, just been pouring out the love for what he did. He did a lot of clinics for um, officials for Georgia High School. Mm-hmm. So he was a he was a trainer and a mentor to a lot of aspiring officials. Um, people don't realize there are a lot of officials in both the NFL, NBA, that have ties to HBCUs and their local communities. And he just he was a really good humanitarian. So. Forget about what he did as an NBA official and All Star games and NBA finals, and he did a WNBA and did all the stuff like that. But he was just—he was a good guy. He was just a good, good people, good person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't. Well, you don't get the the comments that he, uh, you know, they have gotten since his passing. If he wasn't that, uh, just real quick here, and, and again, it got me thinking about this, Sam. To Eric, we always talk about athletes showing up and how everything kind of stops when they walk into the room. Well, everybody knows them, but for people in your fraternity, talking about a ref and, and umps and all of that. Is he that guy that when you would see him or walk into the room, uh, do people is he that is he that celebrity? Or was I, I he, that, was I he that celebrity or was how was he looked upon when he he showed up, so to speak? Well, well, he's respected. That's the word I would say. Yeah. You know, okay. he, he he was one of those ones that had like a limelight on him. 
you know, I mean, people would know who he is if you're in the industry or you're around. But, That's what I mean. But in the in the circle, the circle that that is, the circle that is, um, black professionals in the world of sports. His name was held up very highly because he was well respected. And as my grandmother used to say, your name is your name. When your name has a good reputation, you just get you know, love everywhere. And that's the type of stuff that he got when he was around and at certain events. There you go. All right, Sam, appreciate you uh, bringing that up here. I know it was something we wanted to uh, to do here. Again, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. As we pass the top of the hour, we say to you, good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a good morning to you folks in Hampton and in Auburn. Okay. In you know Hampton and Auburn. A lot of people know Auburn is, is, up, is up Gwinnett Way toward Winder. Up in that up in that area, so yeah, up up three sixteen. And, and you've been to Hampton a few times this year, haven't you? You've been there with me. <laughs> and you also you've been to Hampton High a couple times yeah, this year, right? Yeah, Hampton High School and and down to Hampton to Atlanta Motor Speedway. So yeah, we we know about Hampton. We know what's happening down there. Was what, 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 what was Bubba racing when y'all saw him? Because you know he got the day off today. He might be he working got the day on day off today. I don't know what he's doing today. He might be doing some yard work or something today. <laughs> getting the leaves up. <laughs> he might be getting some leaves up or something today, man. Because he won't be racing. We're gonna talk about that too. And 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 I have I have. Some special thoughts on this day and and what a proud owner uh he works for after what happened this past week but anyway this is normally the time seven o'clock hour top of it with mr crenshaw bring you up on what was going on locally we'll get to that in a second but sam we all remember when you mentioned that you were going to well i don't know if it was the you were going to be on the board or you mentioned the 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 inception of the Georgia High School Football Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. And then you were going to be one of the people, you couldn't have been prouder to be selected as one of the uh, voters. Absolutely, absolutely. And but last I, night, uh, that's where it went after I left you yesterday and everyone yeah. over at our celebration. I said, well, now i got to go over to the, to the College Football Hall of Fame because that's where everything was taking place. And just to watch them walk in, you know, with their families, some with their grandchildren, uh, it, you know, it, it, it was it was neat to see so many uh, great great uh, players from the past, uh, recent past, and the distant past. And the thing about it is, you got generations uh, of there. And, and we talked about how it, we want to be inclusive with this Hall of Fame uh, players from pre-integration time uh, to make sure that they were recognized. And we had people like Otis Sistrunk was there from from Columbus uh, mm-hmm. and, and talked about the players and Clarence Scott, uh, who's from Decatur. Uh, these guys who played in the pre-integration time, and, and uh, Emerson Boozer was honored as well. So it was great to see that, uh, along with some of the players who were, weren't able to be there. You know, you had some people like Jeff Francoeur went in, and he's working right. baseball game, and David Pollock is working with game day, and, and uh, Takeo Spikes is working with SEC Network. So they, you know, did video messages and weren't able to be there in person. But it was uh, neat to see some, and some bring their school with them. Uh, Eric Berry goes in, and the Creekside High School team shows up. The coaching team, they, they all showed up last night uh, for it. So it was nice. Garrison Hurst was there, brought his grandma and his high school uh, coach nice, came. So, nice. I mean, it, it, it was neat. Got some people who – I got Jeff Hood who actually texted me something this morning. It was nice seeing Garrison Hurst, the extended family. His grandma was there in his wheelchair. He was on cloud nine. His high school coach, Larry Campbell, was there also from Lincoln County. So people came from all over uh, to be a part of last night's uh, celebration. So it, w- it was neat, and I'm honored that I had a chance to, to, to take part in it. All right, man. 
And and now moving forward, do you believe that the classes will now start to shrink in size? You know, the biggest one's always the first one. Absolutely. Yeah. And and there's so many of you you want to make sure that made it into this first one. Uh, you had you know Heisman Trophy winners in there. You know you know at, at Herschel Walker had Charlie Ward, George Rogers. Um, you know, people like that being honored. So, I mean, you want it to be kind of inclusive for that as far as the first one goes. And, and, and you know what? There are just as many that could have been in this one. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the selection process will begin again next year. And, and some people say, well, you forgot about this one. No, we didn't forget about them. Not this year. Yeah, not this year, but, 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 but the coming years we're going to do that. And it was great to see how it was received and so very, very, very well attended last night. Yeah. Yeah. All right, man. Well, I'm sure I'm 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 sure it was a wonderful event. Very sure wonderful. It was, event. Yeah. And and I can tell you who's going to be at the top of the next list or one of the names up there at the top. They're going to get that coach of the Los Angeles Rams who who beat out this year's inductee. We got it. Well, you know it is him, but it's a, it's a it's it was another like I said we've had three uh former high school players in the state to to coach Super Bowls. And so, you know, you got to do something here. You got Sam White who played you know played high school here. I didn't know that. Man. I didn't know he played he Sam White played here. Dan Reeves. From down in America. Now that America's, I remember okay, that. Okay, yes. so yeah, so we we've had some some guys who played their high school ball who have coached Super Bowl teams. So um, that, that's you know just mark them down as as folks, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, in, 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 that, that are coming up. So you know that that's that's uh, when you think about it for a minute, some names instantly come to mind. So oh, what about this guy? Oh, what about he was good? What about his brother? Um, mm-hmm. So you know when you talk about Shannon Sharp, people talk about well, what about Sterling? Because, you know, Sterling was an outstanding player, you know, as well, growing up down in wonderful Glenville, uh, Georgia. So um, that was fantastic. So that's what's happening. That was great. And you know, the turnout, I think, was great because a lot of our area college teams had yesterday off. Georgia was off, obviously, yesterday. Georgia Tech had played Thursday night. Georgia State played Wednesday night. And so Kennesaw State played yesterday. They got a win. Uh, hmm. Tennessee Tech, 33-30 to 30 final score. Georgia Southern beats Old Dominion, 28-23. Old Dominion is here next week. That's who Georgia State will play for homecoming. Mercer Falls to Chattanooga. Chattanooga's just rolling, 41-21 final score. That's good. The alma mater uh, in the battle for the Peach Basket uh, yesterday, it is West Georgia, 54, Valdosta State, 17. We had lost four in a row to them, but we just, we just let it all out yesterday. And so <laughs> <laughs> folks down at the alma mater got the, got, the, got the win in that one. Albany State, 31, Savannah State, 20. It was Delta State beating Shorter 45 to 10. That game was played Thursday night. Uh, Fort Valley 41, uh, CAU 21, uh, 20, Trinity 21, Barry 14, Brevard 21, Lagrange 10, and then don't do it. I'm gonna cut your mic off. Don't do it. Uh oh. Don't you dare Uh-oh. do it. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> oh my. Sam, go ahead. I, 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 it's no, on y'all. You, go, go, we we talking about Morehouse Home. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> Why y'all, why y'all play Benedict for homecoming? Man? Nobody knew Benedict was going to be 8 0 and had the top defense in all of Division II football. <laughs> Nobody knew this. And then, you know what? But it, it, this is the deal. I'm going to give some love right now to head coach Chennis Berry. He is a friend of mine. Yeah. He's been on my HBCU show. Yeah. Benedict kicking butt and taking names. They are. They are. They are. 8 0, yeah. giving up eight points per game, top two or three in all of Division II, number one defense in. HBCU, they got a better defense than Jackson State's. Well, statistically, yeah. 
So, so I mean, that, so that, on that's to the next time. That's what Morehouse had yesterday, and that, that gives you an idea how homecoming went, at least the game. But everybody, they, they played a game? Yeah, they played They played a game? Really? Everybody had a good time, though. You know what, though? You mentioned Benedict. Benedict and Virginia Union are two schools that people don't talk a lot about. They tell you yeah. everybody Jackson State is getting yeah. a lot of attention, and, and, and rightfully so. Yeah. But these both of these teams are undefeated, undefeated and Virginia yeah. Union that's yeah, having Virginia, a you, Virginia Union's doing a different way. They're they out. <laughs> 60 points like it ain't nothing. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, they're two HBCUs that are having phenomenal seasons. And uh, I think they got some TV time yesterday, too, Virginia Union. I think yeah. their game was on Peachtree TV. But we talk about Jackson State. And, and, uh, and what, a, what a week for Jackson State and, and for Coach Prime uh, being featured on 60 Minutes Jeez. last Sunday night. <laughs> and then uh, Michael Strahan comes down to visit him for Good Morning America on Friday. Uh, his homecoming yesterday, and I was a little concerned about this game because it's uh, you know they're stepping outside of HBCUs playing Campbell. Campbell's not nationally ranked, but they are a good team. They ran North Carolina Central off the field here about three weeks ago, um, but Jackson State was able to get the win yesterday for their homecoming game. And the reason we played um, some music, uh, and, and thanks a lot, Eric, for finding something by the Talladega College uh, band, is because they got this big old marching band over there and no football team. Uh, and they did this. And they did this story about about Deion Sanders and and what he's doing to Jackson State. But they omitted something I thought was very important. He couldn't be coach of that team unless he had completed work for his degree. He did not have his degree. Hmm. He gets his degree during COVID from Talladega College. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He got his he got his degree from an HBCU. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know why you leave that part out because without that he can't. And a lot of people, after I posted on my social, said, "Is that a requirement? Is, is that, a, that that a request or, or is that something a wish?" Or reg-? I says, "No, you have yeah, a degree. Yeah, you know, you know <laughs> it's, it's absolutely. You know, I'll even give you another story. And and this is a story that a lot of people will hit home. So the head basketball coach at one of the most prestigious HBCUs in this country at Fisk University is a name that we all know." Georgia Tech alum, yep. uh, Kenny, uh, help me, Sam. Kenny Anderson. Kenny Anderson. Kenny Anderson. Yeah. Once again, in order to get that job, Kenny had to go back to college and get his degree, and he did that online so that he could be the head basketball coach at Fish University. And if people don't know, Fish University's academics is second to none. Look yeah. at the list of their alumni. Yeah. And, yes, he's the head basketball coach at Fish University. He went Tennessee. back to get his degree in order to get that job. And it's one of those things that a lot of people don't realize – a lot of these names that are now, you know, head coaches. Eddie George had his degree. Eddie George had his masters, yeah. so he didn't have right. he didn't have to worry about that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was wonderful that they're going back, finished in their education after years and years and years, and now are leading these young men at HBCUs. Yeah, S- switching gears a little bit, but staying in HBCU. Sam, you were talking about something yesterday when we were out visiting a bunch of folks. I think it was when we were sitting with Hugh Douglas, who, by the way, ain't got the hair that he has. He must be keeping it clean for the summer or something. But it was good to see Hugh again. But y'all were talking about HBCUs, and you were going on about something about Hampton, which got my attention. Do you remember what that was? It was something about, and then you went into this deep dive about what Hampton had coming up or what they were doing. I don't know if anything I've talked about. I, I think so, the, some folks were asking me about Sanders and what could be next for him beyond Jackson State. And, and I, I think he stays there not only until his son finishes, but, but you know. Oh, yeah, his kid's got to get but, out. He's going to stay there But Travis later. Hunter, his deal – for people who don't know, his deal is to get people to look, you know, get get the games aired and 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 see people can because that was stuff that's not supposed to happen. 
Right. You go to HBCU, right. But, but he to be said it. He, he was very, very uh, well, concise yeah, when he yeah, said, yeah, I would be foolish not he, to listen. He'll listen. But, I mean, I think he's there. And to get those guys drafted in the National Football League because those are things that are not supposed to happen. And well, I think that's his challenge. But beyond that, he's always, every now and then, he mentions having a super conference, an HBCU super conference. Yeah. And I think if anything beyond that, that's probably what he would do is to help to unite, bring your Tennessee State in, your Hampton, your A&T, get, get the, your, your, your bigger HBCUs in a conference and really flex, you know, really flex their power. You know, but, if you're going to play them big schools, make sure you get your money's worth. And, yeah. Eric, real quick before we get on out of here, I want to say this along those same lines. You can't quantify the money and the spotlight that Deion has brought to HBCUs. And one of the other tools that he used this week was YouTube. If y'all haven't seen it yet, go YouTube. Tom Brady, Deion Sanders, coach up Shadir. Yeah. Coaching up his son. They held a private – I mean, think about all the people in this country, all the executives, all the CEOs who got deep pockets who would throw money at Tom Brady to go coach their son or anybody coming well, up. But well, his had, son is signed to Tom Brady as an NIL. Yeah. I understand that, but I'm just saying – he did this, and there's 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 tape of it. And Brady might have done it in the past, but again, it's about the bigger picture. And Dion's doing this, and this video's out there if you haven't seen it. So again, YouTube, Tom Brady, Dion Sanders, coach up, and it's uh it's just kind of fun to watch. All right, coming up, we're gonna switch gears and talk NBA next. Terrell Thomas, these Urban Times, and of course, if you got your commercial real estate or regular real estate you want to sell, he's the man. He's the man to call. It's Sam and Greg with everything else on this Sunday morning. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg on this 23rd day of October. I might have said 25th earlier. No, it's 23rd. It's the 23rd. I said I might have said 25th earlier, but then you said Saturday earlier, so that's okay. (laughs) It's all right. It's early. It's early. So uh, Eric and I had a little back and forth. We decided on this song, but I was having him play some Al Green. This was the day that he released his last studio album, I'm Still in Love With You. Okay. This is his fifth. LP, Studio LP, and then any chance you get to throw some Al Green on, you throw it on, right? Yep, absolutely. On, on this day where uh, two people celebrating a birthday born on the same day, I never would have thought it. Um, Michael Eric Dyson, famous professor, yeah. TV commentator, mm-hmm. and by the way, his son worked at 92.9 The Game. Absolutely. All right, Gord, and then, uh, not Gord, um, anyway, he, his son worked with us, and also on this day, Weird Al Yankovic. They were born on the same day. So his hands doing a back. He's pulling back. Yeah. Those two born on the same day. And I'm I don't know if I'm looking forward to. I'm still sort of doing a Scooby Doo turning my head going Whoa. when the movie comes out, the bio on Weird Al being played by, wait for it, Harry Potter. Yeah. Daniel Radcliffe is playing Weird Al Yankovic, who was six feet tall and on a good day with his hair puffed out, Daniel Radcliffe is about 5'5". Five five. <laughs> that's the, mag- that's hey, the magic of movies. He's got the role. Yes, he does. He's got the role. <laughs> Sam and Greg, again, Sports Radio 929thegame929thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg with everything else. And, and uh, I, I think it's a hands-down win, Sam. 
that the best dressed person at our event yesterday without a doubt. Well, I mean, without a doubt, looking like brand new money was Terrell Thomas. Good morning, sir, and it was a pleasure meeting your 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 better half, and 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 she just, you know, she she was just special. It was nice meeting her. Yeah. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. It was it was definitely a great event yesterday. It was great to be with you, gentlemen, and the rest of the. You know, ninety-two nine the game gang. I guess I'll say uh, for a wonderful event. That was a great, great time yesterday. Very great event. You remember what she said, Sam? The first thing I said to her when he introduced me was, "I apologized," because we we call this man early yeah, in the morning, we do, right? We do. <laughs> so we, I, I said, "Listen, I'm sorry for making you man." She goes, "No, no, we all get up and listen because they enjoy hearing him on the air." Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, okay. That, now that's a family that's together there." So you, you support you support him for getting out there and hanging out at all these games and, and, and missing things around the family. And then now he's out there selling commercial real estate and regular real estate. Yeah. So Terrell Thomas is a one-stop shop for all that stuff. Yes, but sir. Yes, sir. We can't thank you for coming out there yesterday, man. All right, listen, we're into it. This is your time of year. And so far... You know, Hawks are doing good. Got two-game win, and, and, and we don't know when the chemistry is going to gel, but we like what we're seeing so far. Your thoughts on, on this uh, these couple games? Yeah, I, I, I agree with everything you just said. 2-0 and right now, and we don't know yet when we'll see. I guess we'll say the Hawks at their best this season. Uh, they still do have a few kinks to work out, but I like what I've seen so far. They've had two very feisty and talented opponents so far in the Rockets and the Magic. I think people have kind of overlooked the talent on those young on those rosters so far. So uh, the Hawks had some challenges so far, but two double-digit victories. They won both games by 10-plus points. So I, I like what I see so far. I've been impressed. Spending time at the WaitForIt.com hotline this morning with Terrell Thomas. He is social. Uh, you can find him on Twitter. Why are you laughing, man? <laughs> hey, hey, Terrell, Terrell, yesterday we were sitting out there talking to folks and one of the listeners walked up, and as soon as he got next to Sam, he went, he is social. <laughs> He <laughs> got a catchphrase, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> you can find him on Twitter at Eldorado2452. <laughs> Eldorado2452. By the way, Hawks coming your way later on today on V103 because we got Falcons football pregame at 430. Tip off is five against uh, against the Charlotte Hornets. Um, uh, th- thoughts about, you know, we want to see this team all healthy. And I think that's the big thing to start the season. Everybody's there. And to me, that gives us an, an idea of what this thing really could roll out and, and really could be in, in the East, which to me is shaping up to be pretty wide open, Terrell. Yeah, I, I do like what I see as far as the roster and their health. We do still have one you know, component that um, I'll be interested to see, and that's Bogey when he, you know, when he's fully back out there and see how he's integrated into the roster. Most likely uh, he'll, he'll become that, that sixth man. But this is the most depth we've seen in, in – Health-wise, as we see Double O is healthy, we see DeAndre Hunter is healthy, and he's made an impact. John Collins is healthy. So it, it, it has been great to see, and I feel like the Hawks still have another secret weapon, you know, that will be coming in a few weeks. How do you feel about teams this early being locked into a lineup as, a, as opposed to, you know, sort of having it sort of fluctuate early on in the season to maybe find a combination? Obviously, we're going to be looking at what happens with um, Trey and DeJounte, and, and it looks like, you know, all reports are that these guys don't look like they're playing together for the first time. But other aspects as far as weaving people in and out throughout there, how do you feel about that? You want to get locked into a, a lineup early on and stay with it or, or, or find some other pieces that might mesh better? I do want them to, to, to find a rotation and kind of lock in on it. I think uh, maybe I, I would say maybe at least a stern seven-man rotation 
and you can maybe play with the the eight and nine, however he moves that. But I think over some time, at least in his tenure so far with Coach McMillan, uh, one of the criticisms, if you can make a criticism on what he's brought to the team, has been the instability or the inconsistency, I'll say, as far as his rotation. And with a young team like this, and what you mentioned in the East, it's wide open, I, I will say, but I, I think when it really boils down to it, we'll see it's, it's very top-heavy with, with teams like the Bucks, the Sixers, uh, even though they're, you know, they're down 0-3 right now, the Nets. But I do think it's very top-heavy, and the Hawks have a chance to kind of hover around that 5-6 and six seed. So I think if, if they want to do that, they have to go ahead and just uh, make a strong rotation now so that those guys can begin to gel because there are so many new pieces. There were, there were 14, excuse me, at the beginning of training camp, 14 new guys on the roster. Now, we see still the base of, of John and Trey, of course, uh, and now DeAndre, but we still really haven't seen DeAndre healthy, you know, for a full, I'll say, 70 games in a season. So it's, it's, it's a lot uh, that Coach McMillan has on his plate, but I would like to see him lock up his rotations early. Terrell, I'll tell you, someone that I have been seeing getting some minutes, and I'm happy to see him because I, I want to see this guy really come along and really blossom this year, and that's Jalen Johnson. He's getting some playing time. What does that mean to you, and, and do you feel like we're going to see that consistently, you know, with him, and maybe that increase some as the season goes along? Yes, indeed. I do. Uh, I do like that we're getting to see. For, for two reasons, I like the fact that we're getting to see uh, Jalen Johnson. One, it shows that the Hawks G League system is working because he spent a good amount of time, uh, I, I'll say, training or developing with the uh, College Park Skyhawks. And secondly, because I believe that young man has a lot of talent that can be unlocked. Uh, I don't want to compare him to Ben Simmons, but I was talking to some of the Hawks brass, and, and they, they like the way that he can at least rebound and push the ball up the floor, similar to Ben Simmons. Now, he's a way better shooter than Ben Simmons, so I don't want to Thank again, you. That's why Thank I you. Thank him. you. Thank uh, you. Way better shooter. But <laughs> Thank the, you. The guy is so talented. He's so talented. He's so athletic. And I, I, I know we spoke of him briefly a few weeks ago, just that people really don't know his name unless you're really in the basketball circle. We didn't get to see a lot of him at Duke, and the Hawks really haven't unleashed him the way I think they will. Uh, but right now he's been the sixth man. He's been the first guy off of the bench in the rotation, in which we were just talking about, and he's been producing. Still some things to work out. I saw him and Trey, uh, Mr. Aliyup, the other day, and just look at each other kind of like, you know, we'll get that together. But once he gets it flowing, I definitely I, I, I believe he'll be that backup point guard, for, uh, excuse me, backup power forward for John Collins, and I think he'll get a lot of minutes this season. Uh, again, Terrell Thomas, uh, These Urban Times, and Real Estate Mogul. Joining Sam and Greg on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game.com. You're sitting around talking to your folks, and you're telling them, keep an eye out on so-and-so this year. Who do you feel like is going to have a breakout season or go to that next level this particular season? Second full season of uh, Coach Nate with this team, him and, and doing what he wants to do, implementing his system. But who, who is that person for you? For me, it's going to be DeAndre Hunter. I, I, I believe he'll have a really strong opportunity to really have his name in that most improved player uh, 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 ranking throughout the entire season. I think it'll be DeAndre Hunter. Now, John Collins in these first two games, you know, like he he's putting up all-star numbers. It looks like he may be a beneficiary of, of how everything is working out with Trey and DeJounte and how they dish the ball because both of those guys are almost double, uh, averaging double assists so far in the first two games. But it would have to be DeAndre Hunter for me. I think the guy is a two-way two -way star in the making as far as his defensive prowess and what he can do offensively. And I think if he is a gentleman that can unlock uh, more of the tools that he has in his toolbox, he can really, really possibly uh, even be in the all-star all running. That's fantastic. That is fantastic. Uh, elsewhere around the league, 
Um, I saw the commissioner came out and talked about, you know, anti-tanking. You yeah. feel like that's an issue? We just got started. How can he tell who's <laughs> who, who's losing games intentionally? I know we're trying to get this, this the big tall dude from France, right? I do yeah. think I, I think it's great that that the commissioner did just go out and, and highlight that early because I do believe that's a concern for some franchises or at least some fan bases. I'll say across the NBA, we've seen teams for a while who just you know we we, we laugh and we wonder what are they doing. But when when you're when you're a fan of that team and you're spending money behind that team and you're going to those games and they consistently are losing, you do begin to wonder. And uh, we also have seen you know ironically. The, the the process phase, you know, that took place in Philadelphia and, and how that all played out. So it is something I think that's been a concern for NBA governors, NBA GMs, and NBA fans for some time. And I, and I, I do think that it was great that Adam Silver uh, at least got ahead of it early in the season. Uh, to your point, I, I think it's great, great that he got ahead of it early in the year uh, so that teams do know, like, we, we got our eyes on you. We will be watching. All right, Terrell, this is Eric, and, and since, you know, Greg mentioned that we call you in the morning, I'm the one that has to call you and wake you up. I'm, I'm going to give you exactly 30 seconds, okay? Go ahead and gloat. Okay. Your, your, your Phillies are on the verge. Your Eagles are undefeated. you got 30 seconds. Start. Oh, Go right now. I forgot about that. Go ahead, man. Uh, I mean, I'm, I, I, uh, it's, just, it's a wonderful time in Philadelphia sports. You know, I, I love the sports scene. I, I will say this about Atlanta. I have to say that I think Philadelphia, our sports passion is just, the best in the world, but being here as long as I've been here in Atlanta and, and learning about Georgia Bulldogs fans and growing here with uh, the Atlanta Hawks, and my, my son is a huge Braves fan, <laughs> ironically. Like, the fan base here, I, I, don't, I would say is second to none. Not as rowdy as Philadelphians, but the passion here, I really believe that Atlanta is slept on as far as the, the, the love and the passion. So, although I, you know, I am, I am loving what is going on, I hope my Phillies advance to the World Series today. I, I want to take a moment and just highlight the, the joy and excitement and the passion that we see on TV for the Phillies fans right now. Uh, I hope America begins to notice in, in, this, in these next few seasons, maybe with the Falcons and the Hawks and with the Braves, that that passion also lies here in the South. So it, it's great to see living here now that I can still get some of that sports passion. That, right that, that's real smooth. I didn't know you was a politician, too, because you, you, you flipped that right around. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 and I got news for you here. The one thing he'll never see as, an, as a Georgia fan here, ain't nobody throwing batteries at Santa Claus. He ain't got nothing to worry about with that, and none of the Atlanta and ain't none of the Atlanta stadiums got a jail in the base of it. No, we we got we got police <laughs> no, precinct, but we don't, don't we don't have a judge. We we don't yeah we don't not have a night all. court that going on there, man. And listen, keep your eye on uh, the Flyers too. It's hockey season. We're gonna talk about that too coming up. But Terrell, as always, say hello to you. Thank you for saying that. Ah! Oh, see, oh man, I tell you, I'm following it for you, even if you're not. Listen, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Thanks again, and it was great to see you yesterday, man. You got a you. Hey, we got to go look in his closet, man. He got a wardrobe going. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Terrell Thomas. Got some <laughs> That was Terrell Thomas. Yeah, have, a, uh, have a great week, gentlemen. Thank have you, a good one, you. man. Sam and I, we are getting ready to turn things over to a couple guys with a fantasy as we continue this uh, our opening act for a full day of football. We're going to talk to Bo and Brian in a little bit. But before we get on out of here, i got to let you know about what casting calls got going on and talk about Deion Sanders' week, a little bit about that, and some other stuff that we haven't covered yet. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com, and take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 929 the game, 929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg with everything else on this Sunday morning. Actually, I cut from OU812 Van Halen. 
Uh, no, actually, it's from 5150. Um, Sam, Sam, we got just a little bit of time here. We got a, yeah, a couple things we want to get into, a couple things I want to say, and I'm going to shut up and I'm going to let you get in there. But, again, thank you all for supporting us during this transition. Uh, Sam and I, you know, the show is a little shorter. Of course, we're making room for a couple different elements here at the radio station. When we have the opportunity, there's going to be some times coming up. Falcons going to be on the West Coast or primetime games or obviously with the Thanksgiving around, we're going to get our four hours back. And either way, we are here. And for these two hours, we're going to just try and jam as much stuff in as we possibly can because that's why we're saying it. Sam and Greg with everything else. But more importantly, we saw some of you yesterday. I don't know how many people talked to you about this, Sam, and asked us about the show and the hours and how come. And, you know, we explained it to them and they said, understand. But I said, be patient. We'll be back. <laughs> you know, this is what happens in, in media. You know, there's there's always this sort of ebb and flow and some things are out of our hands. And we could sit here and cuss and spit and turn circles and complain about it. Or we could dig deep and give you the best two hours we got. That's what and we're that's, doing. That's what we're doing. Yeah. Real quick, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I had said this before. As we sit here on October 23rd, and as sports fans, this is why the rest of the world hates us. Because there is no greater time of year to be an American sports fan. When you have other countries, yes, soccer is king around the world. But I believe in the minds of a lot of other people why it will never be king in this country. Whether it's the NFL or Major League Baseball had its time at the top of the mountain, whatever it is. Look what we have to choose from. We can talk about the four major professional sports. All right, we got that. You can turn on baseball, you can turn on football, you can turn on basketball, you can turn on hockey. Then we can talk about the college sports. And start naming other sports that you can't, if they're playing, you can watch them right now. But it just seems like this time of year is the absolute best time to be an American sports fan. Do you agree? Absolutely, always. And to work in the industry that we're in, to be where we are, um, to touch it all. I mean, exactly. it's a time when, when you were really, really busy. I mean, Braves, you know, are, are done. We, we, we expected them to still be going on right now, along with the Falcons and along with Georgia football and along with the Hawks. Um, but the, right now it's a time when it all comes together. Late October into oh, November, everybody's is, going. It's great. And, I mean, the sports in this country, it's like a Vegas, you know, smorgasbord. You go in there and, um, listen, we're, we've been talking about, and we're going to right now, talk about what happened with Bubba Wallace. So we got NASCAR going on. You pick your sport. You guys obviously got soccer going on. And because of the proliferation of networks and platforms around the world, they all need content. So I don't care what it is. I'm sure there's someplace you can go view highlight being played. Somebody's probably filming that and putting it on some sort of platform where you can view it. I'm just saying, this is a great time of year. To, to be an American sports fan. And I want to uh, just thank you guys for, as we talk about these various sports and, and supporting us at the radio station. Um, I want to mention that. And listen, we, we touched on Dion's week, but what we didn't touch on was Bubba Wallace's week. <laughs> and, <laughs> We're going back to the last Sunday's race. Yes. And uh, he and Kyle Larson got tangled up and, uh, man, uh, a little retaliation. He goes and spins out, you know, uh, the, the car of uh, uh, Larson – they get out, and there's a little physical confrontation. And, um, you know, after, afterwards, you know, the NASCAR ends up suspending him for a race. So uh, Bubba Wallace is not driving in the race today down at Homestead. Uh, John Parker, John, um, John H. Nemechek, John Nemechek is going to be driving for him in the 45 car. And he qualified fourth fastest for this car. William Byron is on the pole. Uh, Christopher Bell, whose car got caught up in the, in the things last week with, uh, with Larson and, and Wallace, uh, is going to start second, and Chase Elliott will start third. 
uh, in the race today is they're playoff contenders uh, in this in this uh, phase of the of the schedule. But you know, I, I you know I don't know you 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 seem to think that's something that Michael Jordan. Would like. I, I absolutely I believe you Michael so? Jordan lit up a cigar when that when that happened. I think Michael look, Jordan. Look at my win. fighter. Look at my look at my driver. I suppose I, I I think he's seen he's out there tearing up my car and I want to win some races. No, because. no, I I absolutely. But look look at you mentioned it a few weeks ago when that whole Bush thing was announced. It seemed like something lit a fire under Bubba. But was like, uh oh, <laughs> I gotta start performing better. Next thing you know, he's he's coming in the top five finishes and 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 driving in a way that he hadn't before that. And it seems like ever since then, it's been a different Bubba. Yeah, just but just getting some some results that he should have gotten earlier in the season. And uh, and for various reasons, some of it was his, in his pits, uh, and some was some you know judgments and and, and uh, miscalculations on his part. But it all seemed to come together once they hi- hired a new driver, uh, right. uh, Tyler Reddick, who's going to be taking over uh, the forty five car next year uh, for for twenty four eleven uh, for twenty three eleven racing. So. You know, it's all kind of falling into place. But, yeah, a little bit of a fire was lit under him for that. It's funny that the last one weeks, you know, you could draw a correlation or a connection somehow, Michael Jordan, to the beef with Draymond, you know, because Draymond yeah. plays for who? Oh, Steve Kerr? What? Yeah. Steve Kerr took one from Jordan. You know, the, I don't think the competitive juices ever leave the all-time greats. I just don't. And and when they see a teammate or somebody that works for him, in Jordan's case with Bubba, they it, it kind of like it gets them worked up. Yeah. You know? Hell, yeah. we see it in that little old stupid commercial, the Aflac commercial with Dion and and, and Coach Saban, yep. where the ducks and the and duck the duck starts going at it with the, the other goat, one with the goat, and, and Dion jumps up and says, "Oh, it's on now!" <laughs> so he's ready for a fight. I Absolutely. just I just think they like it when the emotions bubble up to the top here. Uh, I got quick, something. So I got to throw in something that, that happened, go, go, happened, go. happened here this week. Uh, new ownership change for our local hockey team, yeah. uh, Alex Campbell and Anson Carter, friend of the show. Uh, he's over at TNT, a former NHL player who has lived uh, here in the metro Atlanta area for some time, will be a part of ownership. People are watching that. Yeah. Uh, they feel that's a possible lunch uh, to a possible return of the NHL to Atlanta. Um, so he is that for the, uh, for the Gladiators for the coming year, for the Atlanta Gladiators, and uh, congratulations to him on being a part of uh, professional hockey ownership. I'm going to go get you a pair of Bowers. We can go up there and, and play a little pickup hockey up there. So we got to get you some skates. Yeah, yeah. Get some skates I got, and, and folks who want to know if I got a little connection to hockey, I go back. I couldn't help it. I just tripped into it. My first pair of skates, Super Tax. And hockey fans will know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, those, those are old school hockey skates, you know. But uh, that was that was my first pick. Because you want to get a hot pair of Super Tax. Okay. Uh, want to drive you to 92.9thegame.com slash casting call. I haven't talked about the casting call. Listen, there's a few left over from last week up there because I want you to see them. There are core opportunities. The new Francis Ford Coppola movie is looking for its core. And when I talk about core, you are the people who will be a part of the the, the backdrop of you know, if the stars are, say, detectives, when they go back to the to the police station, the other police officers, that's the core. Those are the ones you see. Go back. And I talked to a couple of people with that who started doing that. They mentioned it yesterday. You know, I heard you talking about the core, and I went back and watched my, you know, this TV show. I think it was it – was, um, uh, West Wing or something like that. But anyway, you start looking at the people who are crisscrossing behind the stars while they're talking. It's the same folks for the entire run of the show. And you have an opportunity to be the core for this Francis Ford Coppola movie that's just 
<laughs> overrun with A-list actors in it. So that's up on 92.9thegame.com slash casting call. You'll see that one. There's a TV show where they need core, and there's a couple others. We're going to have a full update later on today, but uh, as of right now, I wanted you guys to see those once again. And again, got any questions about any of the stuff on casting call? Greg.Clarkson at odyssey.com. You can see the list at GetCast with Greg on Twitter. I'll be on tomorrow with the, with the updated one with Canon on Star 94, and then again with Ramona on Tuesday, V103, and as always, Sam, I'm supposed to tell you, she says, tell my boy Sam I just love him. (laughs) (laughs) She's awesome. As the show winds down, it's time for us to cover some of the things we haven't yet as we flush out some of the small stories we may have missed with Sam and Greg. Um, Before I jump into this, was there something you really wanted to get to, Sam? Oh, no, no. Are you ready? We're cool. Go ahead. Okay. Let her go. 1814, the first plastic surgery, Sam, did you know happened in the West? If you had to pick a body part where the first plastic surgery took place, what body part would you think it was? If you had to be, Eric, you too, if you had to choose one, what body part was the first plastic surgery out here in the West? I say done? foot. Okay, Sam? Um, nose. There you go. Control of the board stays with Mr. Crenshaw. It was a nose job. They did it on a soldier. Um, I thought it was Phyllis Diller. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Today was the day that Abe Battelle, I want to get that right, uh, and a couple of the birds, Bill Burns, those guys were found guilty and indicted for the Black Sox scandal, 1919. Go watch that movie, by the way, if you haven't seen it. Um, uh, the one on the White Sox with Charlie Sheen. I forgot. Oh, gee, eight men out. Go watch that. Great movie. Dumbo. I have never seen Dumbo. It was released oh. on this day. We all know about it, yeah. but I've never seen Have you seen it all the way through? Not all the way through. Jackie Robinson signed today. Branch Rickey, the famous picture. Montreal Royals, minor league team for the Brooklyn Dodgers. Happened on this day in 45. Joe Frazier wins the gold on this day. 1964 at the Olympics. Where did it take place? Any guess? The 64 Olympics, where Joe got his medal. Tokyo? There you go. Man, you're getting it this way. You can go to the bonus round. Um, (laughs) Cubs trade Billy Williams on this day. I'm saying this for the Cubs fans. Traded Sweet Swing and Billy Williams for an even smoother acquisition. Manny Trio, the smoothest fielding infielder I've ever seen before. Came to the Cubs. Uh, The uh, Apple released the iPod on this day, 2001. Uh, Adelaide Stevenson, Sonny Chris, that's for you. Bebop Jazz, saxophonist, celebrating a birthday. Jim Bunning, Chi-Chi Rodriguez, Rodriguez yeah. would have had a birthday today. Pele, 82 years old today. And 25 years old on this day, Nick Boza. I think he got injured, didn't he? Or is he in? I get them Boza brothers con- uh, confused. Yes, but Nick Nick is out. He Nick has played out. for okay. the 49ers. Yeah. All right. Hey, he, and speaking of these four. the game last week. Speaking of the 49ers, I'm, I'm sure that. Bo and Brian will talk about it as they get ready to come on here um, and, and, and talk fantasy football, but also talk NFL. And as they come in, I know they're going to join. I hope they're going to join us. Um, just their thoughts on the trade from this past week. But uh, they will be talking about that with uh, McCaffrey going from Charlotte to San Francisco. These guys are playing hard. And listen, say what you will about J- Jimmy Garofalo. Uh, 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 guys, that was, that was your cue to speak up, guys. They're sitting there. They're not yeah, yeah. Talking. That, was, that was my sort of ramp up to you guys. I was but. trying to get social, man. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> but I know we got they got other things that we want to talk about because I derailed them last week because it was the end of the, uh, the Brave season. Well, but I wanted to. Not necessarily. Know. So the CMC thing, man, is going to be huge because people are wondering, you know, they, we can't wait to get CMC into our lineup. So, you know, we're kind of saying pump the brakes a little bit. We don't know if he's going to have a full workload tonight. And or today, and what are we going to do with Jeff Wilson today? 
you know, because he's been running the ball well. So find out all that and more on Two Dudes Same Fantasy. <laughs> well, there you go. That, there's the introduction, Sam, so I don't have to do it now. It is. It is. The introduction. That's coming up. Just it was when... great to see you guys yesterday, too. Yeah, man. It was, it was a, a great party, man. It was great to see a lot of people, man, especially y'all. You know, um, y'all are y'all are part of my roots here at this radio mm-hmm. station, yeah. so running into y'all anywhere is always a great thing, man. But, yeah, we got to, got to see a lot of listeners and people I've never met, a lot of people I haven't seen in a while. So. You know, the person I was happy to see was Randy's mom. Oh, yeah. Randy yeah. McMichael's mom. Oh, you always yeah. hear him talk about her, and you hear her on the show and whatnot. It was neat to meet her yesterday. Getting a live watch out now, because yeah, that's how yeah. we end our show every <laughs> yeah. day. That's when she, when I saw her come, and yeah. I was, the first thing I went up to Randy, I go, we got to get your mom to do this one live, you know? So, <laughs> so great. We had her on the, we do the AMA on the midday show, too. And during COVID, we actually had her on the AMA, and it was one of the best segments we've ever done on the show. So, great to see her. Great to see a lot of people's families. I met Abe Gordon's mom. She was Lovely. We were talking about we're hosting the show in a couple weeks together. I met like Mitch Evans for the first time and different names. So it was really cool. And thank you to all the listeners in New Realm. It was a really great day yesterday. All right, guys. What are you bringing uh, for this little back and forth here from last week? Something you want to get off your chest? So did 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 either one of y'all play fantasy football? I haven't played it. Not a lot. All right. So did the rest of the NFL world buy into the Russell Wilson hype like the entire fantasy football community did? Wow. Did y'all go into this season thinking that the Denver Broncos were going to be world beaters? I thought they'd be better. It was was pretty much industry-wide. Like, these were not just Brian and I, like, going off of a whim, you know, saying that I made a a brave prediction on our very first show of the season that Russell Wilson could finish as the number one quarterback in fantasy football. And, boy, has that gone sour. But it's not like – People are shunning me for that, making that bad choice. Like it was industry wide. It's been crazy, but and now he's not going to play today, and we're, we're thankful for that clarity because we don't want to go into every week's hand. Is this going to be the week that Russ cooks? <laughs> you know, so they well, ate, the NFL fooled us on that one. Four out of their first six games were prime time. So the NFL, garbage, the NFL right? thought the Broncos were going to be a really good team. These schedule makers are some of the best that do this thing, and they typically are really good at making the schedule and yeah. picking out these games, but. They whiffed on the Broncos. They wish they could have flexed those things early. Don't worry. We get them in London next week against the Jags at 930, <laughs> oh, another solo game for the Broncos. Oh, so, yes. yeah, unfortunately, uh, yeah, we've had to talk about the Broncos a lot and not in a positive light and uh, <laughs> probably will continue to the rest of the day. We'll probably hear about uh, how to not play some of them uh, a little bit later on. When hey. do you guys start talking? Oh, I'm sorry, Brian, go ahead. I, that was. Oh, no, oh, I just oh. kind of wanted to piggyback oh. on Bo. My thing was just going to actually be thanking the listeners and everything. Yesterday was a very cool moment for me. I know yeah. I've mentioned to Sam a number of times. Sam is was a teacher and a speaker at Complete Game Broadcasting. So seven, eight years ago when the station was a couple years old, I'm just a kid sitting in a class and Sam Crenshaw is coming to talk to me. And yesterday we're both wearing name tags and a, and a part of it. So it was just kind of like a full circle. Situ- and now we're doing these handoff yeah. shows and yeah. everything together. So that's very cool. And it's um, you just got to remind yourself of that, just being grateful for this job. And, and yesterday was one of those moments that yeah. re-emphasized all that for me. Yeah, well, he got scolded earlier by a listener who because Sam didn't know where Irondale was. Yeah. <laughs> so he got, he got yelled at for that. Just real I wanted to ask you guys, when will you, if you haven't already, start uh, including Deshaun Watson and his return into what you guys do? What are we? What are we like? Three weeks out now, mm-hmm. so pretty soon. Yeah. Um, now is the time, actually. You know, to start looking at him on your waiver wire. I doubt that he's even available in a lot of uh, in a lot of leagues. But if you're sitting at you know four and two, five and one, six and zero, oh, and you've got room on your bench, now's the time to pick up Deshaun Watson. And we'll we'll, we'll be talking a lot more about that because he he should, we think, 
you know, bring value to the rest of his pieces on the Cleveland Browns, mm-hmm. too. Baby. That's the key. It'll be the other wide receivers and the running yeah. backs. All their value will go up as well. So we'll talk about maybe trading for some of those guys in the, in the coming weeks. But, yeah, that's a great call there, Greg. Yeah, thanks a lot there. Eric, thank you for everything you did today. Mr. Crenshaw, have yourself a great week. Take us out. All right, all right. Don't forget, coming up today, Randy McMichael's at Wild Wing Cafe in Hamilton Mill. You can go out there and hang out and watch Falcons football with him today. And, and two forget. dudes, same fantasy. We're going to join him. You guys going to? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not oh, that you're going to be there oh, to see man. us. Whoa! Yeah, you oh. can you can you can join us there with Randy. You can also join us at Houndstooth Grill at 10 a.m. We're going to go up there for some brunch because they're kind of real close to each other. Man, you yeah. guys are making the rounds here. Yeah. All yeah. right, all right. The other stuff coming up today. We got Falcons <laughs> Bengals pregame is at, at at 11. Kickoff at one o'clock. Uh, at 4:30, there's a pregame and five o'clock tip for the Hawks and Hornets. That's going to be over. Uh, on our cousin station, V103. And then tonight, Sunday Night Football has Pittsburgh and Miami. Those old guys are going to celebrate 50 years. They're going <laughs> to come out there and have their little sip of champagne, whatever. Uh, pregame's at 7.30. Kick is 8.30. That's all coming up here today. Once again, Greg, thank you. Yes. Eric, exemplary work. Sorry about homecoming yesterday. And <laughs> enjoy the rest of your I, I should have just came to the party. I should have <laughs> just came to the party. Everybody, enjoy the rest of your game day Sunday. Aero Sports Radio, 929 The Game and 929TheGame.com. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.